Lace with Tanika Lace, the podcast. I'm so excited to bring through today's episode alongside the beautiful Denny, where we will be speaking into all things love and gratitude. So welcome, Denny. Hello, beautiful souls. I am Earth Mama. My purpose and passion here on Earth is to bring through the essence of pure, unconditional love for all and bring together our community through Earth Tribe. It's what I live, breathe and mentor. And I'm just so excited to be here today to speak into all of this. Yay, so exciting. And if you don't already um, know, Denny and I bring through Journey of Divine Duality together as well, which is our beautiful in-person event on the Sunshine Coast. We have the next one coming up on the 11th of March and we had one at the end of January. It is such a beautiful event based on opening your heart space to unconditional love. So do you have a quote of the week, Denny? I sure do. My quote this week is, if you love a flower, don't pick it up. Because if you pick it up, it dies and ceases to be what you love. So if you love a flower, let it be. Love is not about possession. Love is about appreciation. That is so beautiful. I really love that quote. Um, I feel it like deeply connecting even with me and my children Mm -hmm. and just how pure when we bring through pure unconditional love of just letting be Mm. and not needing things to be a certain way or people to be a certain way for us to be able to allow them to receive love Mm. yeah and we don't need to have like just because we're sending out love we don't need to have possession over what we're sending that love to we can just simply give people things experiences love yeah and let it flow yeah knowing that when we let that love flow out, it actually allows us to receive more. The more love we give, the more we are able to receive it. It's just so beautiful. So beautiful. And self-love ritual of the week. All right. So my most powerful and loved self-love ritual for me is would have to be my gratitude practice. I do this every morning and when I stop doing it and drop off, I feel a big shift in my life. So In the morning when I wake up, I sit myself slowly up out of bed and just place my feet on the floor, put my hand on my heart and just take myself on a little bit of a visual to three really um, powerful pieces that I feel connected to that I can be grateful for in this moment. These can be really, really big moments or really, really small moments. Um, One that drops in for me all the time is the the day I gave birth to each of my children, which works perfect because I have three. <laughs> and when I do that, I place my hand on my heart and bring in some really big, deep belly breaths. And I take myself back to that moment and feel what I felt in that moment, hear what I heard in that moment, and just try and retouch with my senses and bring that love through that I felt there and that gratitude that I felt in my heart. And I can't even express in words how alive I feel after I do that. It always brings through intense emotions um, and just allows me um, to really see and feel what I'm grateful for, Mm. especially bringing that through in the morning before starting my day, having three children, bringing that love through, allowing me to see my children through that lens of pure, unconditional love before our day has even begun is massive. Yeah, That's so special as well for your children because... You're then not going into the day like, last night bedtime was shit or anything like that. You've come and you've grounded, like placing your feet on the f- ground 
is also so important because you're grounding your feet onto the earth yeah and then you're coming into your heart space so you're already doing that like grounding peace and filling your entire body with that love and then yeah going about your day it's like you're not going to be entering your day in anger or I'm tired or I'm fucking feeling this way it's like I feel so grateful that I have my three beautiful children absolutely yeah and you can bring anything through sometimes it's completely different for me sometimes it's just that we had a warm home to sleep in um it can be absolutely anything that feels true for you that you can um feel into and when you begin this like when i first started this it can be tricky to start off with and you might have to search harder for things to be grateful for some days you'll have 10 things drop through and some days you might have to really search just depending on how life's been for you there Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's a beautiful self-love practice that makes such a massive difference in my life yeah and i mean that is so true how you're just speaking into with gratitude and i feel like this is just flowing into the episode now but with gratitude sometimes it can be hard to know what you're grateful for because we are in this society of moving so quick and moving so fast and thinking into the future and really aiming for our goals that it's we're not in the present moment right now and gratitude is all about being present and being grateful for what is here now so you know you might have this big dream of living in this beautiful big house on the beach but right now you're just grateful for the warm home that you have absolutely yeah and that's really all we have This is really all we have is this present moment. And I truly believe that if we can't be in this present moment and fully feel the gratitude that we have, whatever that looks like for us, where we are, when we get to these big destinations or these big goals, as I've experienced in my own life, like a big part of my journey is going down this path, going after these goals and getting there and ticking off everything on the checklist and being completely empty within Mm. because love was not there. Yeah. Love for self, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like how are you supposed to feel grateful for like, we were speaking about this this morning, how important it is that kids, you know, at a young age start to be shown that money doesn't mean happiness Absolutely. because I feel like it's definitely like put out there. Like if you've got all this money, you're happy and your life is so perfect. But Really, if you have all this money, but you don't even love yourself first and you're not even grateful for what even got you to where you are, Mm -hmm. you're never going to enjoy it. Absolutely. So it is. It's so important to like the present moment is all we have. Absolutely. And especially when we have these big dreams and desires, Mm. like think about if you're starting your day, like bringing in that gratitude, you might not even have children, but you're bringing that in for your partner and it's allowing you to see them as busy as things get and as goal driven as you are to truly see them and keep that connection and keep them as a value and a priority in your life. Mm. So when you do reach those destinations, they are there in their fullness. And what the, the original reason why you guys like, you know, took off together is still there in its fullness. Mm. Yeah. It's not that sense of, you know, you see so much that people like step onto this path of healing and evolving as a human. And then they're like, well, my partner couldn't keep up with me yeah. or I've outgrown these people or these friends. But in reality, and I've been there myself yeah. of being like, I've outgrown everyone in my life. You all fucking suck. And then I made me realize like, okay, so I've done all this healing on myself. Who am I to think that I've outgrown them? Who am I to think I'm better than them? No. And having to come back to that gratitude of, but this is where I am on my path. Yes, I may have worked through a lot of traumas or blocks or any of those things, but that doesn't make them any less of a human. That doesn't make them any less of, you know, not having to be in my world at all. 
And that's where I think that's where the massive, powerful piece of love comes in. Mm. When we are able to see each other Mm. through love, through our heart space. I, I just have this vision in my mind of walking down the street and not seeing these physical human bodies that we see or seeing people's actions or their past and just seeing them as that pure essence where we begin as a newborn baby, Mm. how different life would be. There Mm. would be no judgment or shame or, you know, resentment or anything there for anyone. We would then be able to greet them with pure unconditional love the Mm. way they were when they were birthed onto this earth. What would that allow for human beings if every human being was seen, felt, and heard from a place of love? Mm. The possibilities are endless, truly. And you always speak into that. Like, you say it nearly Mm. every day. You're like, I just... Like, my movement is to bring so much love to this world that love is all we're greeted with and love is all that is felt because I see that, like, when you speak into it, you almost start crying because it just means so much. And you even... Everything that you've been through and not even needing to go into it, you always say love has never left. Like yeah. love is always here. And it never will. It love is, is it's, it's all, <laughs> it's like, it love is like all there is truly. Yeah. And when we have love in our heart, and I'm not saying we have to have this every single day in our lives, in, in our present conscious mind, because that's just not the way life is, especially when we're busy. Um, though bringing in little glimpses of this and letting it expand over time as I've experienced is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when there's love in the heart that there's no room for that. There cannot be love in the heart along with anger, resentment, disease, these things that mm-hmm. we allow in and allow to flow through us. They can still flow through us, though we won't need to hold them. Yes. Hold on to them so tightly because love allows us to open, open, open and just let go. Yeah. Let go of the control. And, you know, everything, personally, my opinion is like, everything is formed firstly in that energetic realm. Um, So everything's a vibration. Like every little thing is a vibration. We are a vibration. We are energy. But if you are like, this is why you sort of see when people are diagnosed with like immune, autoimmune diseases or any sort of diseases, usually when you start looking into their energetic and emotional world, it's simply because there's, they're lacking love. Uh Or they're lacking love in some way, whether it's self-love, whether it's love for, you know, their job or love for people in their life or just love for anything. And because everything is sort of like firstly formed and manifested in that energetic realm, then physically it comes through in disease. If you are checking back in with that gratitude and that love every single day, I truly believe that this world would be rid of cancer. Absolutely. This world would be rid of disease. Absolutely. And like bringing that in, like if this was a daily practice, this is a daily practice for myself, but when you're bringing that in, when you're bringing that gratitude to your heart, as small as this practice may sound, you're literally flooding the cells in your body with love and Mm. with gratitude. Mm. Then they're like the highest vibrations Uh that there are. Like that's why like Danny and I have been living by this quote lately, choose love over fear. Because every time we've said... Because, like, you know, t- being even just in business itself is fucking terrifying. Can I keep on opening? Can I keep on fucking bringing through what I want to bring through? And we just remind each other, choose love, choose love. And in doing that, just this, like, past not even that long, we're like, oh, my gosh, we're, like, quantum leaping because we are choosing love and we're holding each other in that. And 
that's the divine duality between us, isn't it? It's just amazing. (laughs) It really is. But just in general, like choosing love over anything that is trying to overtake your body, like even if it's just negative emotions, anything, was it Sophie, your daughter, that said something to you the other day about like what you think is what becomes reality? Yeah, yeah. Focusing in like what you think and what you bring through is your reality. And I can't remember where I heard it, but... I bring through this thing to especially Sophie, but all of my kids that when we wake up in the morning, like having that intention, what do we want to experience in this day rather than just going with the first emotion we feel? It's like, I explain it like there's this, there's this manager in our minds and then we've got like 5,000 workers that are all up there and each morning they're just standing there waiting for us and we can wake up and be like, ah, oh, I'm tired. And the manager turns around to them and is like, <laughs> right, you heard her, she's tired, let's run, <laughs> like, you know, let's make that a reality for her because we, our thoughts create our reality. Yeah. Um, vice versa, you could wake up and like, I'm going to have a really amazing day and they turn, that boss turns around and is like, right, get to work. She said we're going to have an amazing day. Like, we've got stuff to do and yeah. it truly works. Yeah. Our thoughts and our how we speak to ourselves, our self-speaking is just massive, plays a huge part in our reality. Yeah, so waking every morning, placing your hand on your heart and going, I'm fucking grateful. Yeah. Of course you're going to see the good in everything in Mm -hmm. life. And you truly do. Hey, like, I just feel like lately, now that I've really been, like, since Journey of Divine Duality, we have been initiated into an even deeper love than before. I truly feel that within myself. I'm like, wow, I thought that I acted from a place of love before. And now I'm acting from a place of unconditional love. Like this, bringing this together, sorry, bringing Journey of Divine Duality through together has just shown us like deeper parts of self that need love. And Absolutely. And for the all of humanity, like placing my hand on my heart, sending love to yours, you do not need to be anything, say anything or do anything to receive this pure, unconditional love. Hello beautiful soul, I wanted to drop in and let you know about my newest offering which I have launched over on my Instagram, Authentically You. This is a 10 week journey being in my world. It includes 5 bi-weekly healing sessions which are individually channeled for what you and your soul needs. You will receive Monday to Friday Voxer access where I will mentor you and reflect back to you any blind spots, any shadows, any stories that you're playing into that are disallowing you from stepping into your truth. You'll also receive free access to any events held throughout our time together. This offering is online or in person depending on your location. This is open for all and this is for the woman who is ready to activate her truth, to completely step into her power, to show up as authentically you. I would love to hear you over on my Instagram or click the link in the show notes below if this is you. Let's meet authentically you. You are so deserving just as you are. And I believe that is true for each and every human being on this earth. Mm, yeah. That's oh. what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, need to go get a box of tissues because yeah. you're going to start crying <laughs> yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. But it's so powerful. Like, everyone's deserving of love. You just need to choose. It's a choice. Just yeah. choose love. Um, I would love to speak into maybe some more self-love rituals because I feel like for some people... They're so disconnected from love and they, I mean, I've seen it in, and this was even spoken about like in a circle I held that so many women and men, but just, I mean, I held a women's circle, so I'm saying women are so, we're sort of shown that love has to be in another person. We're shown that 
love has to be like, I'm only in love with my partner. So this is like how I show love to them. But we forget to actually come back and what, how do we like to receive love from self? How do we like to receive love? I mean, the way you would like to receive it from self is how you would like to receive it from other people. And then that deepens your connection with love, just in general, in all relationships, in all aspects. But I find that some people don't actually know how to even begin to show themselves love because they're so used to just giving that love to everyone else around them. Absolutely. And it can mm. be really, really tricky to, to discover that and find that out if you didn't receive it as a young child mm. um, because you're quite literally having to create a relationship with self from scratch mm. that no one ever created with you um, so that you can discover what is love to me? What do I like to receive as love? What What does love feel like to me? Mm. Um, and I, from my own experience, like the first time ever fully experiencing pure unconditional love was from myself mm. and so it was from discovering feeling that from myself that then I was truly able to open up my heart to receive it from it from others mm. and to be able to give it I I truly believe that I wasn't able to receive love in its purest form or give it up until that moment I discovered that relationship with myself and that love for myself and that can look like so many different things and my my first experience with creating that relationship all started with self-inquiry going within and asking myself simple questions like what do I want Mm. what do I feel today what without any limitations and without any judgment and how you would if you just met somebody how would you get to know them? Yeah. Really sit there and take time to get to know yourself. And sometimes this could be everyone's journey looks completely different. I'm talking, there's been times where I've literally had to visual, like visually, humanly sit in front of a mirror and look at myself because I was that disconnected from self. Yeah. I had to sit there and ask myself questions. What do I like? Especially parents um, or if you've been under a lot of pressure with business, it's very easy to lose sight of who we are and what we love. Yeah. I, um, when I first started, because growing up, I truly had the worst relationship with myself. I was always seeking love in other people, whether that be friendships, whether that be, well, not really relationships because I was, I mean, I've been with Jai for a long time and he's journeyed with me through a lot of this, but I would find that you know friends would come and go and I'd think there was something wrong with me and what the fuck's going on but it was always actually that I didn't love myself enough to check in with self that I was always like putting that into other people and that was probably a lot for them right because I was like trying to find pieces of myself in them almost because I just wouldn't even face myself in it and I mean I'm not like a super big like journaler But journaling, for me, that's how I first began, like, self-inquiry. Like, how are you truly feeling? Yeah. What what is making you feel upset? Because I did used to journey um, for, like, a lot of my life through, like, quite bad depression and anxiety. And, you know, going to, like, a psychologist personally for me was just bringing up more shit. And I just couldn't – I wasn't in a place of love. So it was really hard for me to reflect on certain um, traumatic experiences because I wasn't – I was still going at it with fear, not love. And yeah, personally, it was like breath, like just gentle breath work to begin with, not like crazy breath work, but dropping in with my breath in my heart and journaling and getting to know myself. Yeah. Because also 
social media and all these people and all these things you look up to, you pedestal everything. And you're kind of told what you need to be to be to fit in. You're kind of told what you need to be to be successful and wealthy and all the things. But it's all within. And that's like, I was lacking that. And it's been a long journey. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. I think what's really important about that too, like checking in, asking ourselves those questions, how am I feeling today? And then even going a, a level deeper and like, what are the stories, what are the conditions that I've built around experiencing this feeling that I'm feeling today? Mm. Because um, as much as we would like it to be a different way, growing up in the society that we are all a part of, there are so many conditions, conditionings, deep ancestral conditions that we get brought up in. Um, And some of us are really, really lucky and they they don't get passed down due to the work that our parents have done. Um, And then there's others, um, no fault of our parents, just not having that awareness Mm. where we've gone, had to discover that for ourselves. Because I know for me, I had so many stories built up around even just wanting to have a self-love day and just do nothing. Mm. Um, it's, it's massive. Yeah. So big. And it's like almost there's been shame created around self-love. I'm, yeah. I think the other day, Danny, you were speaking to me about, you were just looking up like love quotes, yep. self-love quotes. And because you're like, oh my God, I just love so much. I want like mm. all the quotes I can find. And like and... words. I looked up for words that re- relate to love. And the first thing that came up was narcissist. Mm. Like that's fucked. Yeah. Like there's truly. Yeah. Like, We're here fucked. to rewrite that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, yeah, like Danny, like reached out to me when that sort of, you know, you looked that yeah. up and you were just like, this is what I'm fucking here to change. Like that's so yeah. fucked. Like why should it be narcissistic yeah. to love self? Um but yeah, like if you are feeling that disconnect, like truly even just that first gratitude piece mm-hmm. that you spoke into, I feel like that is like such a beautiful way to start the day because I also remember personally that when I was first trying to get in touch with myself, there was so much shame built up around looking at myself in the mirror that like I would have been embarrassed if I was to sit there and journal, you know, like mm. whereas like coming to your heart space like that, even when there's someone lying in bed next to you, they don't need to know what you're doing. Like, you know, you can, I'm not saying like begin your journey in secret, but I do understand that feeling of feeling so shameful when you're first trying to connect with yourself that, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe standing in the mirror, you might feel like there's judgment in the house. So that is such a beautiful piece to start Mm -hmm. in. And know that you are worthy of starting if you're wanting to do this practice and you don't feel comfortable yet expressing yourself around others that you can choose to do it on your own where you can find your own space like mine started that way now i'll do it in in front of everyone yeah like i will sit my mum and my family down and be like right this is what we're doing and i will tell you i've done it with so many people everyone's journey is different Mm. um like i've sat with so many people that couldn't find anything in that moment and have rung me back six months later bawling like I have so much here like there's Mm. it's just the awareness because we all have so much to be grateful for planting the seed of gratitude in the heart yeah like and it's so true because some like everyone's journeys are so different some people just need to be opened to that peace Mm -hmm. and then like you said in six months time it'll just crack them like I am so deserving of this love absolutely I um like a big one for me was always taking a bath, but not just like a bath, <laughs> but like I would put like Epsom salts in it, essential oils. I'd set some candles, maybe read a book and maybe try and like softly guide myself into it, like my heart space and just like open and see what was there. And for me, that was like probably 
now I'm thinking about it, like probably the very beginning, before I ever picked up a journal, before I ever did anything else, like taking a bath because I was like, not that Jai would ever judge me, but I had that shame of like, oh, if he knows I'm meditating, he's going to tell me I'm fucking mm. crazy and I'm not allowed to fucking do this and blah, 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 which he would never mm. do that. It's just the shame. The conditioning as yeah. well around that. Another thing I'd really love to speak into is that there, there's even conditions and stories around self-inquiry and self-love. Like so many times I hear it and see it that um, like we're going on this journey of self-love and self-discovery so we don't need anybody else. That is mm. not true to me. That is not why I bring through the love that I bring through. I feel that as we go on this journey with ourselves of love and self-discovery, we will actually be opening ourselves up to receive and give love to the ones around us that mean the most more powerfully and more impactfully than we ever have before. Yeah, truly. That you can have, you get to choose who is in your life, of course, um, but you get to then see them through the lens of pure, unconditional love. And that coming from, like for me, my biggest experience, because um, I've experienced this journey with the forefront of my children, but for whether it's you in a relationship, whether that be with your parents, your partner, but like for your children to look at them, to look at them through the lens of they can truly be whatever they are in that moment. And I have pure, unconditional love for them. Mm. Like looking at children, how they very young children they're they're learning to walk they're learning to do all these things it's very rarely that you would say to a um not even one year old when they're trying to walk like you're doing that wrong so they get up and they keep trying until they've discovered how to walk right but Mm. us as adults we go to learn something new and somewhere along the way we've lost that connection it's the connection with love that has brought in the fear and the doubt Mm. Uh, sorry the disconnection from love that's brought through the doubt the self-doubt and the the self-shame because mm. really it all comes from self right yeah um we didn't have that as a child so bringing ourselves back to that place where actually i'm entitled to fuck up as many times as i need to to get to where i'm going yeah <laughs> and and that doesn't mean anything about me yeah i'm still worthy of all things mm. um that's why i think it's so important if we get to this place where we can see all human beings from a place from of our love. hearts from mm. a place of love what is that opening up to the world? Like yeah. this is so needed for the whole of humanity. Look at any issues that we have in this beautiful world of ours. It's coming from a place of lack, mm. a lack of love, a disconnection from love. It truly is. And, you know, you speaking into that, it was sort of just buzzing in my mind of coming back to that ancestral, like conditioning again mm-hmm. of it is not your fault if you truly feel that disconnect from love and you truly look around you and you've never truly felt love and you don't know what that feels like because you know as women we hold seven generations of ancestral trauma in our womb space so you think back hundreds of years of all the women who have been shut down and told that they're not allowed to love themselves because it's so shameful and you just remember that that's why maybe you're feeling this way it's not your fault like there's no shame in it but again the power of choice you can choose today to come to your heart space and begin to unshackle those chains. Absolutely. And you do not have to have, you don't, if you don't truly want to have a story about why you don't feel that connection with love right now, there doesn't need to be one. Yeah. Let it go. There doesn't need to be a story mm. or a reason of as why you got to where you mm. are today and can't find that love yet. We've all been there. Like I've been there in 
my fullness not so many years ago. Mm. Like I truly could sit there and just was empty. Mm. Yeah. And that's another piece of like when you begin to check in with love, I feel like I'm saying the word so much, but when you check in with love, you begin to be in like complete overflow. Like you said, you can give it, but then you can receive even more. Mm -hmm. And it's just so powerful how it ripples out into your life. Like, like personally, I've seen in my relationships attracting like-minded, beautiful souls like you, right? Through love. But also watching our businesses, when we come from a place of love, people see that. People feel that. And they're like, I want to be in your world. I want to be mentored by you. I want to come to a healing with you. I want to sit in circle with you because that love is like contagious Mm -hmm. and it's just so beautiful. And it's truly the only way we're going to be able to, well, I've been biased, but like, (laughs) I truly believe the only way that we will be able to shift humanity is by bringing this frequency of unconditional love back into the present moment to act from a place of love and always checking back in with that. Like in those times of complete anger, of complete grief, of complete resentment, bringing that love back into your heart space and just allowing that to flood whatever emotion is there. Because I mean, the to me, like the goal, isn't it to be like responsive, not reactive. And when you're responding from love and not reacting from anger, that shifts so much, even on the subconscious level. Absolutely. You, you then, when you're, when you're holding love, when these emotions do come up and when these situations in life do come up, you will start to notice they flow through you a lot quicker than what you've experienced Mm. before. Because when we say sadness comes over you, even grief, something really massive, say you lose a family member that's really close to you and your heart closes off. When our heart is closed, what we don't have anything there to hold on to, right? Mm. So whatever comes through, whether that's anger, fear, discomfort, sadness, we have to grasp onto it. We need an identity as a human being. When we can allow our heart to open up, we can hold love there. We can feel the sadness. We can feel and experience the grief and we can just let it go and and have no shame around that. Yeah. And as you're speaking into this, I'm quite a visual person. So what I see is like there's a cup in your heart, right? And it's overflowing like a fountain almost with love. When that anger, that grief, that sadness say drops in through the crown of your head and drips down into that fountain into that overflowing cup it just allows it to be touched with love and continue to overflow from your heart so your heart's not closing but flow through you like that's truly how that's how i see it and i hope that helps anyone who is also visual because it's like that essence of the anger or that essence of the resentment can still touch the heart space you can still feel it there's no shame in that emotion but it's bringing it straight back to that fountain of love in your heart and allowing it to overflow back into humanity, back into the collective as still the frequency of unconditional love. Absolutely. I just wanted to say one more thing about we've talked into self-love rituals and like what we can do for self. If you're at a place in your journey where you're feeling like, you know, I'm feeling love for myself. I'm feeling like, how do I bring this into my relationships? How do I bring this into my world and my connection with other human beings? There are so many ways we can do this, big and small. I do it with my children all the time. Mm -hmm. And at the start, it can feel really like, oh, pushing edges because it's not not so-called normal to do. And, like, I've noticed over time how this just flows through me now. Mm -hmm. And at the start, it would be things like I would be looking for ways I could show love to complete strangers. 
even though it was pushing my my like um, comfort zone, like helping someone with their shopping, opening a door for someone, pushing myself to do things and receive nothing, not with yeah. not with the intention of receiving, but the intention of them receiving the love I was feeling in my heart. Um, and there's so many ways that all of us can bring this through. It doesn't need to be a, a monetary thing. It doesn't need to be a um, material thing. My kids love making cards. They, it's just one of their loves. They will quite literally make a pile of cards up and we'll just go put them in letterboxes randomly or on cards. And it's teaching that giving without receiving mm. and that when you give, you truly receive love. Mm. Instant gratification, that that feeling floods your body. That, yeah. that feeling when you... Um, open a door for someone when you do it the first time it might feel clunky it might feel like why am I doing this like that I don't even know this person and maybe I could just walk out and they could open the door for themselves like I'm at a point now where like someone can be so far away from me I'm still holding the door because like I want someone to to experience and feel that do you know what I mean um and and it's becoming like it it starts off so small and and not free-flowing but like everything like putting on our seatbelt it's very rarely yeah. that you'd have to think, how do I do this? Yeah. And when we bring that in as a habit, it starts to be so free-flowing. Like Sophie said to me the other day, we were somewhere and it was raining. Why did you stop? Like there wasn't a zebra crossing. Like there's a human being standing there on the side of the road waiting to cross the road. Yeah. It's just initially you okay. would stop and let them cross. <laughs> Um, when you're saying that as well, I remember something that I used to be so fearful to do, which sounds ridiculous, but it is actually quite scary because when you're doing it, you're being seen in love. Mm. But when you're disconnected from love, it's quite scary. Complimenting people. Like, do you know how big that is? Like, because you're allowing them, you know, maybe it really did take them a lot to like wear those cool pants or wear those cool earrings. And you're like going to comment on that. And then they're like so seen in that and they feel so loved. And that was like a really big barrier for me. I used to be like, oh my God, that girl's pants are so cool. But I'm not going to say anything because, because why? Yeah, <laughs> because, well, um, that's what I was going to say just, just after you said that was this is, this brings in then the importance of well, how I call it to my kids is like filling up our bucket first, mm. because when we are trying to give these compliments and trying to give love when we haven't truly received it from ourselves first, um, we are worried about what we might get back. Mm. Will they receive it the way we want them to receive it? Um, will they say something back to us? Like, what will happen when we give this love? But when we've given it to ourselves first and it's an overflow, we're not connected to the outcome. Yes. We can give it and no matter what flows out, we know it was love. Yeah. However it received is true to them. That is so true. Yeah. I love that so much because it is. It's so true. Like, yeah. I before I was in love with myself... I wouldn't compliment people, but now I'm just like, have a beautiful day. You look beautiful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, it's like, it is. It's like, because there's no attachment to outcome because I know I'm coming from a place of love. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. Oh my gosh. This has been so beautiful being on here with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for listening. I could speak about this till I will speak about this (laughs) and action this till the day I leave this earth. It's just, I'm so passionate. I can't even yeah. I can't ex- put more words into it than that. Beautiful. It's what I'm here for. Yeah, it truly is what you're here for. And I just wanted to remind you all again about Journey of Divine Duality, which is the beautiful journey that Danny and I are bringing through again on the 11th of March, 2023 at 11 a.m., which is the heart hour. This is where you'll be divinely guided to the depths of your heart space. 
igniting your divine masculine and feminine. This is open for all. We currently have the tickets on sale. I'll pop the link in the bio. I mean, I'll pop the link <laughs> in the show notes. Um, and yeah, if you're wanting to find Danny, you can find her over on Instagram at, do you know your handle? <laughs> F Mama. Yep. And I'll leave her link in the show notes as well. And I feel like I am complete with this episode. Thank you all for listening. I would adore if you could like this episode, subscribe, rate the show, you know, all the things, share it over to Instagram, tagging both of us. Um, I would also really deeply, deeply appreciate any feedback or if there's any topics that you would like me to cover in future episodes, um, just reaching out to me over on Instagram at sacred space W Tanika Lace. It's so beautiful to hear words from you to see reviews and all the things. It's just good to be received in love. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I love that. Yay. So thank you everyone. And we'll be back. Well, I'll be back in your ears next week. I'm not sure about Denny, but she'll <laughs> definitely be back. Yes. <laughs> love you. Love you.